morning. Our scripture this morning comes from Matthew chapter 18. Won't you follow along with me? Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you for an opportunity to share in it together. And we pray, God, that by your Holy Spirit, you would now open our hearts and our minds to receive your word in a way that only you can give. And so, Lord, whether it is a comfort or a challenge, may we receive more of you this day and be made even more into your image. And God, I pray that you would now take these words of mine and that you would turn them from water into wine. Because, God, you have said you will use the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. And so I pray you will take these simple words and do a miracle with them in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we talked about the family of God, what it is to represent the family. This week, we're going to talk about forgiveness to think about and consider what it means to forgive in that context of family, the community of faith, our brothers and sisters in Christ. 
So we begin with the question that Peter asked. Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Seven times? I found it interesting that in the New Revised Standard Version, it actually says, How many times shall I forgive another member of the church? Perhaps we need to hear that. Brothers and sisters can seem so ambiguous. But members of the church. Now, in the verses just before this, Jesus was telling them that if a brother or sister sins against them, they are to go to them and have that difficult conversation, that uncomfortable one where you talk of the grievance and air things and come to reconciliation. But if they don't listen, it even goes so far to say to bring another one or two along as we witness, as, as witnesses. So this is the context that then Peter asks, how many times then should I forgive? Seven. That's a good number. We can count to seven, right? And Jesus replies, I tell you, not seven, but 77 times. Now there is some, of course, debate on the exact meaning. Is it the number 77? Is it, is it our understanding of, of, of their theology at the time where, where seven was this perfect number and it, so it really indicates this eternal, infinite? Well, seven is easy to count, but 77 you kind of lose track of, don't you? It's this idea, though, of of forgiveness that does not have a limit. Forgiveness that is rather absolute. And so, Jesus says then, he gives them a little story, but he starts it out by telling them that this is what The kingdom of heaven is like. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And so he goes through the story. This master wanting to settle accounts. This servant who comes and has this enormous, excessive, exorbitant amount that he owes the master. And it's always interesting, isn't it, to to figure out, try to understand what is this amount? How do we really understand it? Well, here in the reading in in this text, it said 10,000 bags of gold. And then in the footnotes and in commentaries, we actually read that in the Greek, it says 10,000 talents. And a talent was worth about 20 years of a day laborer's wage. Go ahead, what's 20 years worth of your wages? Now, that would be one talent. 
multiply that by 10,000. If you're good at math, you've got a number. But let's just say several million. I know that's probably not even close. But several million. We'll just go there. Could you imagine going before one you had borrowed such money from and asking that instead of being yourself, your wife, your family, all of your possessions sold, please, please be patient. It wasn't even an ask to be forgiven of it, but just to be patient so that this debt could be repaid. And the master instead decides to offer this absurd grace to cancel the entire debt. To just wipe it out. Now, I mean... I think any, any one of us would leave that room in utter amazement, in awe, in so much gratitude and joy. Who would we not tell? How could we not be so full of excitement and joy and gratitude that we wouldn't leave that place telling everyone what had just happened and, and sharing it with the world? And yet this man leaves his master and he sees one who owes him 100 silver coins, which is equivalent to one day's wage. And he is so anxious to get it back that he would go so far as to physically putting his hands around his neck to choke the man because he wants that one day's wage returned after having such an enormous debt canceled. What would that one day's wage benefit him? It's outrageous the way he would treat a fellow servant. Ridiculous. How could one forgiven so much not offer such forgiveness in the same way. Any one of us could easily calculate our day's wage, could we not? We could even figure that if we didn't have it at that moment to repay, we know what it would take, don't we, to get to that amount in the next week or two? Well, I won't go out to dinner this night, and, and I, I just won't go shopping for those extra holiday decorations that I don't really need or go, I, I won't stop for three coffees. I'll just get one. We can figure it out. It's easy to calculate. It's measurable. But for one who was forgiven such an enormous debt, how, how do we even begin to try? to make such a calculation to, to be able to repay such a debt. And so how is it then that we even try to understand, try to put into words this forgiveness that we receive by the grace of God day after day, this amazing grace that has been bestowed upon us because there is no way 
we could ever have paid that debt. I'm sure we could all agree that this absolute forgiveness we receive from God is something that we do not ever want to be without. And this principle of absolute forgiveness is one that we hold, hold dear and, and one that others should know. And then it comes to the practice of that absolute forgiveness. And then it's a little sticky. We're not quite so willing to forgive just the way we have been forgiven. Every week in worship, we, we pray together the Lord's Prayer. We pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask for God's kingdom to be present in our current reality. We pray those words that Jesus taught us. Not for the someday reality sometime in the future, but we pray for it here and now. Jesus started this parable saying that, that this is what the kingdom of God is like. This is what the kingdom of heaven is actually like. And as we pray what he has taught us, that is what we are then praying for. So if it is what we want, God's kingdom here on earth, we had better recognize our part to play in that kingdom. We also ask God to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Could we be placed any more squarely in the middle of this story this morning? Those who have been forgiven much ask to forgive. Not only are we forgiving because it's what God requires of us, but I wonder how many of us can, can identify with how damaging that unforgiveness can be to our physical mind and bodies. How many of us have felt those effects of unforgiveness? How many of us know what it feels like to hold a grudge or a grievance There's a quote from Frederick Buchner that speaks to the deep need for letting go. It says this, To lick your wounds, to smack your lips over grievances long past, to roll over your tongue the prospect of bitter confrontations still to come, to savor to the last 
toothsome morsel, both the pain you are given and the pain you are giving back in many ways is a feast fit for a king. The chief drawback is that what you are wolfing down is yourself. The skeleton at the end of the feast is you. When we hold so tightly to the bitterness and the grudge and the unforgiveness, we only end up hurting ourselves. With the work of forgiveness can also come reconciliation. In an article I read by Pastor James Howell, he shared how how sometimes in his pastoral counseling, he will be talking with one about forgiveness, even reconciliation. And if the one indicates that they just don't feel they have the ability to forgive, and perhaps even no interest in reconciliation, he points out that the Greek word for forgive is opphemy. And it means simply to open your hand and drop what your hand is clutching. And then for effect, he'll drop something to the floor. And tell them that if reconciliation just can't happen, then let it go. Then forgive. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11 say, Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. And what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive... I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Satan would very much like us to destroy ourselves with our bitterness, holding tightly to the grievances that we have toward another, allowing those inroads to be made to our hearts and our minds that prevent us from knowing exactly who we are in Christ, that prevent us from receiving fully that forgiveness But we are not unaware of the schemes of the devil whose desire is our division and our despair. And so let your hands be open. Open your hearts, your minds. Drop those things that have you have been clutching so tightly to those things that have plagued you that have caused such anxiety and worry. Open your hands. Let it go. And feel that peace that comes from knowing you are forgiven. That comes with 
allowing forgiveness to flow from you. When we have been forgiven this excessive, enormous amount, we must recognize that what may seem absurd even in the grandness of the grace we receive, God's abundance, absolute grace is not limited to our understanding, is not limited to how we would do. But God's grace is offered to all. And that absolute forgiveness is something that when we receive, we are able to show to others and bring the reality of God's kingdom even closer. Let us pray. Holy God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that we have our identity hidden in Christ, that there is nothing that the, that the devil can do to outwit us, that there is nothing that we are unaware of. And so, God, we pray that you would help us hold fast to that shield of faith that allows those arrows to just be pinged off, that nothing would be able to come in and destroy and divide and cause despair, but especially to our brothers and sisters. May we offer that same forgiveness that you have given to us. We pray it in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.